Welcome to the Garbage Pod. One pod, one load of garbage. There's something ripping curious about this broadcast. Visit Newton Haven, Britain's fourth most famous garden city. Famous for its gardens, fountains, roundabouts. Thirsty? Why not try Newton Haven's infamous Golden Mile pub crawl? One mile, 12 pubs. Please use alcohol responsibly. Welcome back to the Garbage Pod for the third and final instalment of the In Search of the World's End podcast trilogy. Will we reach our holy grail? Stay tuned and find out. Before we head back on our epic journey, I would like to play in a recording when I recently caught up with a really nice fella called Ben Marston, who with a name like Marston, you would have thought that he was destined to work in a brewery. And you'd be right. Ben is the marketing manager for a local brewery called Tring Brewery, and I spoke with Ben about Tring Brewery's connection with the World's End. The reason why um, I wanted to speak to you is about the World's End movie and uh, Tring Brewery's involvement in it. It's a longish story, but I'll, um, I'll keep, it, keep it as brief as possible. <laughs> um, I mean, essentially, what happened was last year we were, um, we were contacted by uh, a chap called Marshall Ava, who was responsible for um, the props and the, the production design, as it were, for the World's End film. Um, the idea was that they were going to film this um, relatively local to us, and um, for a degree of authenticity, they wanted to um, to include um, some props from local breweries in some of the, the pubs, and they used a combination of actual pubs and, and pub sets. So we, we, we supplied them with um, various bottles of beer, and um, I'm sure most of those got drunk and rather, rather than <laughs> end up on set. In fact, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that, that was the case. Um, however, one of the interesting things was that um, scripted into the, the film, they had, a, um, they had a beer, which was called Crowning Glory. And they asked if we would design, develop the, the pump clip for that particular product. So um, I worked with um, worked with uh, Marshall and, and Edgar as well, um, and we came up with this this, this product design. And um, then that, um, that that eventually ended up being featured in the film. The, the bizarre thing is that, that given all the work, you don't actually see the the, the front of the clip in any one scene. Um, <laughs> you said there's a back shot from <laughs> there's a shot from the back of bar where they're all lined up, and obviously that's mentioned. It, it gets mentioned in a dialogue between. Um, uh, Simon Pegg's character and, and one of the barmen, um, yeah. but 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 that's a, that's about it really. Um, what happened then was that um, a lot of people asked us if we were going to actually produce this beer, and so what we started to do was look into actually producing it in conjunction with the the launch of the film, which was um, a couple of months ago. That ultimately didn't happen because obviously once the um, once the film is produced, it, it then leaves the hands of the, the production company and goes into um, the hands of owners and distributors, etc. So the sort of the chain of command was lost. However, we then got an opportunity to create a special beer for this year's St Albans Beer Festival, and. Um, 
we decided that um, it might be a, a good uh, good opportunity to see if we could actually bring this beer to life, as it were. So after a, sort of some, some communications with um, Universal Pictures and Working Title, they allowed us to, to to go ahead and produce the beer, which is um, which is ultimately what we what we've done. Will it be actually available away from the festival, or is it strictly you know exclusive to the festival? It's it's not going to be exclusive to the festival. We, um, we we've done one large brew of it, and essentially what we've done is. Um, We've we've only got four firkins of it, so two two hundred and eighty eight pints, um, and two of which will go out to St Albans. One is going to the um, the King's Head or the King's Arms, sorry, um, here in Tring, um, and I think one's going off being earmarked for another pub. The remainder of the brew has actually been bottled, um, yeah. so we have a we have a bottle conditioned version of it, mm-hmm. um, which is due to arrive back here uh, in the brewery either this friday or next monday yeah um and then that will be available for sale probably from about mid-october onwards and um we we, we, we obviously we're, we're delaying the actual sale of it um because um it's still conditioning up in bottles essentially yeah um so uh, yeah it will be available um via our via our brewery shop it's a, it's a big beer. It's going to be a 6.5%. Well, that so, is quite um, a strong beer. It, it is. It was, it was actually stronger in the film. Um, in the film, the, the pump clip has, uh, let me think, it's 14.2%. Wow. <laughs> um, and the reason for that was that initially they'd asked us to design two pump clips. Um, and I was trying, I was wondering what to do, that, that, that if it did appear in the film would be a, a little thing for sort of the film geeks to, to, um, to spot. So um, I took Simon Pegg's birthday, which is um, 14th of February, and Nick Frost's, which I can't remember what that was, I think it's March time, um, and, and, and converted those into ABV. So, um, but we couldn't get away with that for the, um, obviously for the real product. Uh, the reason why I ask is there is a, uh, a pub in Letchworth that was actually featured in the movie, and it was one of the only pubs in Letchworth that they actually filmed inside. Right. Yeah. Um, it's the uh, w- would have been the King's Head in in the movie. It's the okay. um, it's actually called the Arena Tavern, and um, they probably would be interested in contacting you about yeah, no, getting hold of them. No. I mean they're, they're certainly certainly worthy uh, worthy of having the um, having the beer. So um, I mean what we'll have to do obviously is if we can um, if, if we can find a way of getting some beer to them or even even some bottles so that they can um, you know they can have those on the uh, on the bar then we'll um, we'll, we'll do something because um, it, it makes sense for uh, it's 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 the birthplace of the beer really. Did you actually have any of the the pump clips as well or did you did you not have any? You know, we we didn't because what they did, we we, we mocked some up um, and sent them the artwork, and then what they did was they they actually converted it into a a three D pump clip, so akin to the more expensive breweries who have their sort of cast in metal, or they three D prototyped one of the um, one of the pump clips. And I did ask for it, but it became a um, became a hero item, which essentially means it goes into a collection of bits and pieces memorabilia um, related to the film. So they couldn't give it to us. Um, and I did ask them about having another one made, um, and it was two hundred and fifty pounds. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> which, which is, we decided not, to, and that was out without it, without it being. That was just the casting process. That was a, um, that didn't include it then being hand painted. So um, we uh, we decided not to go down that route.
Yeah, well, it was a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, and yeah, look, thanks very much. It's, it really, really is good to do these kind of things. All right. Okay, take care. Take care now. All right, Bye-bye. cheerio. On the In Search of the World's End webpage, you'll be able to see pictures of the prototypes of the Crowning Glory pump clip and the ale bottle, along with an extra recording about Tring Brewery. There are extra recordings about the Broadway cinema and Coxes of Letchworth from when I spoke with Jason Valentine and Mick Cox too. One of the locations in the movie is in the complete opposite direction to the world's end, but we thought it was important enough to include it in our quest. Join Adri and I for the final detour before we make the big push towards our final destination. Cast your mind back to when the boys were hiding in the smokehouse. They leave the building and head towards a wooded area where Peter finally gets his own back on Shane Hawkins, the kid who used to bully him at school. This scene was filmed here at Norton Common. The nature reserve is a haven for people and wildlife. Starting life as an arable and grazing land many hundreds of years ago, the town of Letchworth was built around it in 1903. The town planners who saw its potential as a place where the town citizens could connect with nature, for generations since this has been used as a green space to walk in, run, cycle and play. Many visitors see the wildlife that they have on their doorstep. So let's venture in. I mean it's a wonderful place. If we have a look at this notice board before we go in, you, yep. can, you can see some of the some of the animals that we have here. Obviously the black squirrels, the mount jack deers, uh, lots of different kind of uh, birds, yep. including the, the, the black cap uh, and chiff chaffs apparently as well. Oh, right. um, so remember when we were in the Howard Gardens and we mentioned about the Picks Brook that yes. uh, filled the, the, filled the, the, the pool, yep. uh, it, it runs through here as well. Oh, right, okay, yeah, all the way to the back of the swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and okay. there's also, uh, not on this, if you go further through, um, out of the common, uh, there's another uh, river called, it's a stream now, called the Ival. Uh, and that's based around the area that I live, the, where I live is named after. So here we have where we are now, which is right next door to an outdoor swimming pool. It's an old Lido. And uh, it's a mecca during the summer, <laughs> really is. I can imagine it is, I can see why from the outside. <laughs> um, so you've got a lot of different kinds of areas, you've got marsh, grasslands, you've got yep. the, the main route which we're on, uh, actually no we're not, we're, where are we? we'd be coming in here, wouldn't we, uh, I think. And it goes right through to the Wilbury Road. Now the Wilbury Road, if we walked right through here yeah. and carried on going down there, the Wilby Road would actually lead to the world's end. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's a long, long way of doing it, but it would get you there. Okay, <laughs> let's, uh, let's venture through, shall we, and see what we can see in the common. Okay. So is that the main stretch, or is this the main stretch? I don't oh, actually know. If we were playing golf, that would be the fairway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a little looky down here. This will take you round to the second tee. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you the route to the clubhouse. Hello. Hello. 
Hello. Hello. Morning. <laughs> it's a lovely dog. Yeah. Very sociable. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you nice. want some more, do you? Absolutely. <laughs> There you no, go, yeah, you can sit there for hours now. <laughs> yes, <all day. laughs> Bless you. Have a good day, sir. <laughs> Always good to get some interaction. Absolutely. Hear the birds chirping. There's a lot of them about today. Yep. I see the. Oh, no, he still wants some more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not that bad underfoot, actually. Not as bad as I thought it might be down here. No. But I think we could be possibly going off the trail a little bit. <laughs> but that's what commons are all about. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of people walking this way, though. You can see people coming towards us now. Yeah. I mean, you can imagine. And there's this. a bench, so it can't be too far off the trail. <laughs> You can imagine this area around here hundreds of years ago where people used to graze their land, uh, animals, and livestock. And yep. The common man, that's what it's called, the common. Um, the landlords of the time allowed areas like this for the people to do such things just so that they can survive. Yeah. And obviously the, the common has just survived. And it's now more for recreation use. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi. But as as the name of the place says, it's a garden city. So black breeze. Yeah, loads of them. We do embrace the green spaces. Yeah, that much is very true. I mean, everywhere you go, there are trees. Uh, everywhere you go, there is green areas. Even in the uh, housing developments, there's green yeah. spaces everywhere. You need trees. Oh, yeah. So we seem to be coming up to a a path again. God, this would make a good BMX track, wouldn't it? Yeah, I might say, yeah, with all the pumped. little girls, yeah, definitely. <laughs> There's a nice wooded bit over there, isn't there? Yep. So, should we sort of. We need to. Do you want to venture off or go keep going round? That way? I, I don't know because that's, that's a proper path, isn't it? Yeah, see where this takes us. And see if you might be able to find the exact area that was used for the filming. <laughs> it's trees. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anywhere. You'll find it. That <laughs> <laughs> ah, right, yeah. And watch out underfoot as well. Yeah. That didn't necessarily look like dog. That looked like something else. Yeah. Uh, don't know what, but something else. Could be. Well, there's a lot of different types of animals, although we haven't actually seen any. Look at these. I'm not going to touch like them. There's um, 
something going on musically though, band practice of some kind. Could be the Salvation Army. Hey, right. I don't know what these berries are, but I'm not going to touch them. <laughs> no, if you don't know what something is, Golden Wall is not to touch <laughs> It's just that it didn't look like a blackberry. It's not. So, I don't know, well, no, it's not a blackberry, but it didn't look like one, so that's made if me go. There's someone, <laughs> young lady here by the name of Diane, she would be out to tell us. <laughs> yeah. Di and Vic are very much the um, Tom and Barbara of our little brood, I'd say. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, I always looked at them as kind of good life type people. Yeah, very much so. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is taking us back onto the main road again. It goes around the corner, though. Yeah. So we follow it around the corner. Oh my. Nice garden. Head towards the music. Yeah. I think that really does sound like the Salvation Army. That we come up to. These are some traditional houses around here. Yeah. Once again, you can tell this by the windows. Yeah. <laughs> So you've learned a little bit about arts and crafts architecture since you've been yeah, here as true, well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, shall we uh, cross over now then and see where that music's coming from? Just run the gauntlet. It is pretty much that way. they've actually put a speed bump to actually work. Yeah, you need it in an area like this. Okay, it's cross. suspicions were correct. Yeah, it's definitely the Salvation Army band. And they I think they're just practicing on uh, on the common on West well this is West Holm Green. So uh, we'll walk around the green in a moment and come back on ourselves. Andrew wants to take a photo, so... Yeah, so I did. Always best to get pictures of these things. Yeah, sort of thing around where, where I'm from, so 
Actually, the Sally Army Band quite regularly come on to the estate where I live on the corner and they uh, perform Christmas carols. Oh, right. And uh, it's lovely. And the last time I actually heard them do that, we were pre preparing to head out for Christmas. For, it was actually on Christmas Eve. Oh, and we were preparing to head out. And as we drove out, we could hear them playing Christmas carols. And at that point, you know it's Christmas. But uh, these are very much, the houses around here, they're very much the original cottage designs. Yeah. As you'll see, uh, a lot of them have these big triangle frontage, which uh, is all part of, part of it. There's actually a few without the uh, paint job. Uh, mm -hmm. They're all... Uh, um, as they were supposedly be beforehand. Like this one here has... They will start a song that always be And uh, obviously with this, it'll appeal very much to our American listeners because mm. it's well, it's a classic for the Americans, the uh, Amazing Grace. Yeah. It always reminds me when Spock died in Star Trek. Oh, right, yeah. When they launched his coffin into space and Scotty was playing this on the bagpipes. Oh, right, yeah. So, that's something else we wouldn't have normally have got to see and hear. No, the, the fantastic sounds of the Salvation Army Band. Yeah, should we head back down the path and then we can... Uh, yeah, because we, we think, we think... We may have found the spot where they filmed the wooded scene in in the movie. The only thing, uh, the only thing I think is maybe if it was a bit further down, because there's a shot where they look back and where um, it's, where it's, he's just beaten up his childhood bully is in quite a heavily wooded area. So yeah, you'd have yeah, to be a few trees. off to the off the main strip because the yeah. But they kind of seem to come in and hide maybe on the main strip and then you get a shot of looking back into the woods. So here's where the picks was. Well, you saw how dried up it, it was, was yeah. now and this is the further in you go, the yeah, the more dried up it is. 
unfortunately. Um, when you go to on the, the Greenway route, which is, um, we'll have to do that sometime. We'll have to get John along yeah. and go on the Greenway. It's In total, it's 13 miles, but it's done in quarters. So you can, there's four different types of walks that you can do. Oh, right, okay. And every one of them has got a pub. So. <laughs> oh, right, okay, there you go. <laughs> you can stop off and refresh yourself. <laughs> There's a lot of magpies. Yeah, very much so. But yeah, I, I really do think that this bit here, it's, it's too, it's too right, if you know what I mean, not to be yeah, the absolutely. area. Plus it's got reasonable access as well. Yeah, because you need to have your trucks and everything somewhere, so they would have been parked up over there somewhere. Oh, this must be the tennis courts as well. Yep. Ah, uh, that would have worked quite well thinking on it because you could because there's ha um, buildings by the tennis courts yeah which you could have made to look like the back of the smoke bowling green smokehouse oh, right. and then ran through here hello again you she's found us <laughs> she's back <laughs> like a homing dog <laughs> <laughs> hello hello again you Wait till the cats smell you on my clothes later. we <laughs> got bananas. Yeah. Go on then. See you later. <laughs> just saw a dragonfly. Oh, nice. Uh, which way did you want to... Oh, just going to see what that... Yeah, because look at that building over by the tennis court, on the other side of the tennis court. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. You could mistake that for... For the bowling green. Yeah. Very easily. Similar roofing. Uh, you could film in and cut across. I reckon this is it. I reckon we found it. Stick a couple of smoke machines in. Yeah. Look quite eerie. Uh, yeah, big enough trees. Well, there's quite a few big enough trees. There's like this one, there's one over there that you could hide behind. Uh, yep, I really do think this is it. Good evening, Raimondo. The prodigal son's return. Hey, who's on the guest list tonight? Come again? The guest Aos. We, sir, are doing the Golden Mile, and you have the honour of drawing first blood. <laughs> what do you recommend? There's one. It's crowning glory. Rather fitting. How's that? I'm Gary King. Well, so tell me more. At uh, what? Crowning glory, is it nutty, is it foamy, is it hoppy? Does it have a surprisingly fruity note which lingers on the tongue? Mm, spear. Mmm. We'll have five of those, please. We're not far away from me getting that final pint that I've been so uh, desperately craving like Mr. King at the world's end. Pretty much, we're almost there at the Holy Grail. Nearly home and dry to wet our whistle, so to speak. Yep, so the next time we speak to you, we should be there and hopefully the world won't end. So we've got this, this last road to contend and it's quite a vicious one. It is, but it looks quite clear now. So let's make it over the road. Yep. 
So, it's right in front of us now. We are actually in the car park of the world's end. Now, the real world's end is a Crown Carvery's pub called the Gardener's Arms. Um, because of movie magic, the distance from the hole in the wall and the world's end took them about ooh, 30 seconds? Yeah, not long at all. <laughs> in reality, the distance is well over a mile. Yeah, it felt it. My legs can feel it as well. <laughs> Definitely. And it'll take you the best part of an hour to walk it uh, from the town. Um, although, not at the end of the world. It certainly feels like you've walked to the end of the world. And as you saw on the way through, some of the scenery uh, to get here is, is absolutely beautiful. We are right on the edge of the countryside. There, there are hills and, and, uh, and fields all around us. It's, it's almost like when you get to the world's end, you are at the world's end. There is past it pretty much nothing. Shall we go inside? We shall. Unfortunately, none of the staff who currently work at the Gardener's Arms actually worked here during the time of the filming. But I did catch up with the current manager, Marta, for a chat. Have a listen while we grab a table. Well, I'm sitting here in uh, Pub 12. Um, you could call it the Holy Grail of the, uh, the Golden Mile. Uh, the World's End, or otherwise known as the Gardener's Arms in Letchworth. And with me I have Marta, who's the, the manager here at the, uh, at the Gardener's Arms. Hello Marta. Hi. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Now, I understand that you weren't actually around when the, when the filming right. happened, but uh, you've got something that everyone else hasn't got, because you actually live here, so Yes, I thought, unfortunately I was not able to, to well, I was not present here when the, when the movie was filmed. Um, however, I was being given an opportunity to actually work here at the actual original world's end and leave um, here as well. So, you know, this is my home. It's quite exciting to actually um, to see to, you know, to leave here and, and then have this building used at the world's end in the movie and see it blown up. <laughs> so yeah, hugely exciting. It was yeah the, the grand finale, uh, which Definitely. was as they say in, on the, all the billboards, it's it's complete barmageddon, as they call it. Um, but it must have been uh, a quite an exciting time for everyone here, really. Um, yes, the staff who work here at the time when the movie was filmed. They are they huge, hugely excited to get involved that they were they were here when the action was um, filmed. Um, when the movie when the movie was done and the building was put on fire. <laughs> so that was very spectacular. Um, and I could see that from that from far 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 away when 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 that actually happening. Very realistic. It, the, the other thing is, uh, it's, it's quite um, what I would call movie magic, is um, where 
to actually get from pub number 11, which was the pub called The Hole in the Wall, which in reality is the railway station, uh, it took them roughly about two minutes to get from there to here. Now, it's roughly about a mile <laughs> to get here. So these guys, if it, in reality, should be in the Olympic team. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I, w- I wish to leave that close to town. <laughs> Uh, yes, it's a little bit far, far away. Uh, it's about mile point yeah, nine. But yeah, about yeah, 1.2 um, I think it is yeah. from, from from the station anyway. So, so yeah, so. it's a little confusing for people who do the actual tour where the gardens are, say, oh, where the Walden is. Yeah, it's a little bit far away. Uh, but it makes a good destination park, you know, because we are the end and we serve the best food <laughs> <laughs> out of all of them. <laughs> Actually, that is all worth it to just come down and make that little walk of your other yep. means to come here. Well, thanks for talking with us, Marta. Thank you very much. And um, I'll um, let you know when it's ready for listening to. I'll send you a link so that you Perfect. can um, have a listen and have a look. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Thank you. So here we are. We're in the Gardener's Arms, or the World's End. Pub number 12, we made it all the way through the Golden Mile. It's been emotional. It has, and... Uh, Tiring. And, uh, yeah, my head's throbbing a bit, but uh, we're, we're there. And uh, there's only one thing left to say, I think. Absolutely. And that is... Cheers. Cheers. That's good. Definitely. You're listening to The Garbage Pod. I hope that you enjoyed our little excursion to Newton Haven as much as we did. It was an amazing experience to talk with the people involved and it really made me feel part of the Garden City community. If I may, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank the following people. Sarah Gaines from Letchworth Garden City Heritage Foundation. Ali Abgarian from Leisure PR and Communications Limited. Darren Mills and Bobby from The Cork. Roger Perkins and Andy Hart from First Capital Connect Limited, Bob Bickerdyke from the Arena Tavern, Jason Valentine from the Broadway Cinema, Paul Ward from The Colonnade, Marta from The Gardener's Arms, Mick Cox from Coxes of Letchworth, Ben Marston from Tring Brewery, and last but no means least, Steve Brewer for all his help. Don't forget to keep an eye out for the In Search of the World's End webpage on the Garbage Pod website. I'll update Twitter and Facebook when the page goes live. Well, that about wraps it up for this episode of The Garbage Pod. Visit www.thegarbagepod.weebly.com for the show notes for this or any other episode of The Garbage Pod or TGP Extra. Just look for the Garbage Pod Show section in the menu. While you're on the website, why not have a nose about? You can find a little bit more about me and the rest of the crew and find out what's going on in the podosphere by reading the blog and much, much more. Let us know what you think of the show. Send an email to garbagepod at virginmedia.com Because your input is our output. Or you can use the social media icons at the top of the website, which include Twitter and Facebook. If you would like to subscribe to the show, you could do so via iTunes, the RSS feed, and now Stitcher On Demand Radio. 
If you look on the right hand side of the shows page, the blog or even the video vault, you'll see a little button there that says donate. If you like what we do and you feel that you could give us a little something just to help us out a bit, we would be most appreciative. And don't forget, spread the word. Thanks for listening and I'll speak to you again soon. Take care. The Garbage Pod is a Spamhead production.